Happy Thursday, everybody. We're back again with another episode of Call My Bluff. It's single girl spring. So if you're not single, get single because it's spring. Hot girl, girl summer. Spring. No, straight up. Hot girl summer is upon us. Hot girl summer has been around for like six years now. I'm like, okay, hot girl summer is year six. Guys, like that's my favorite tagline because it's the most true thing ever. Like hot girl summer. Yeah, let's go, baby. Bro, right before summer, do you, don't you have that mindset, at least for me every year? I'm like, I need to get in shape. I need to start buying swimsuits. I need to get tan. I don't know what I need to do, but I need to figure out all my shit and get it in line for the summer. I love summer. It's my favorite. Bro, it's my favorite too. And there's nothing worse than feeling bad about yourself during summertime. You know what I mean? So that's why, guys, we got to start now, okay? We got like three months till summertime, baby. It is go time. Today, single girl era. We're talking thriving when you're single. Going on dates, putting yourself out there, getting on your hot girl shit, living up the single girl years. You're only single for so long until you're not. No, bro, it's so true, <laughs> though. And I think, honestly, like being single is so fun. Like this is my favorite time ever. It's my, I love myself when I'm single because honestly, you're just, your most authentic self. Yes, you have no one to, on you. No, bro, literally, you are main character energy. You have no one to listen to. You're not looking for anyone no when you go out. <laughs> yeah, you're not hoping that Jimmy's like at the bar that night because you're trying to go out and you want to see him and go home with him. Like, you're not worried. You're just an unbothered girl. Well, okay. That's what we're you know talk what I about mean. today because some people might be looking for Jimmy if Jimmy's not their husband. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine, but we're going to talk about the ways that you can still thrive when you're single. When Jimmy doesn't want to settle down yet, you know? Oh, you're... Okay, first of all, we are thriving when we are single. We are not moping and whatever else. We are on our hot girl shit. That is when our makeup routine is at its best. Our outfits are tits out body for, on fleek. for yourself yeah all the good stuff tits out for Jimmy. When you're, yeah when I'm you're kidding. single is when you're the hottest bro everybody gets in a relationship and gets all comfortable gets a little gets a little comfortable relaxed like i stopped wearing makeup for a while what bro <laughs> honestly though that's so facts like you were your hottest when you're single that is so facts like your dms blowing up like you go to bed at night at peace like <laughs> dms the best <laughs> no i'm not fucking kidding I'm not kidding. There is something about a single glow. Oh my God. <gasps> okay. Is this the topic for today's episode? I have been recently watching this girl on TikTok who her boyfriend, something went wrong recently. She moved in with him. They've only, they were only dating for a little while. She lived with them for a year. Something happened. The next day she packed her shit, moved to California back where she's from. I don't want to say her name because I don't, I don't know. She like, she, I don't know. I just don't really feel like outing her name, but um, I've been watching her videos for like a year or two ever since they started dating. And like, I could tell they were like, they were really cute. I thought they would last. I was very surprised this happened, but she kind of has been very open. Like something happened. I packed up. I left. And I mean, I think everyone in the comments kind of assumed like he cheated. She found something out, whatever. And the comments like that said that she did like a few of them. So I'm like, oh my God. But the thing about it is as soon as this girl gets single, she gets home. Her makeup and her videos has been fire every single day. She got her hair done. Looks fire. I'm like... She's the hottest she's ever been. I'm like, yeah, yes. I think I know who you're talking about. You're so right, though. And there's something to be said about this because I was watching another TikTok. Oh, my God. TikTok rules my life, by the way. Whoever has the glow up post breakup is the one who wasn't the problem in the relationship. Well, you know what I kind of think? Is this a hot take? You tell me is the one that gets hurt wants you want to glow up because you're like, fuck that. Fuck that. Like you get over it after a day you cry and you're like, OK, I need to get on my hot girl shit because... 
this guy just did me wrong. I'm not about to sit over here looking ugly still. Like what? Yeah. And you're like, all right, fled my DMs. I'm about to post a hot TikTok. Please give me external validation right now. <laughs> but okay, can we also talk about that today? Because I feel like that's such a valid thing. External validation as opposed to internal validation when we're single and thriving. I immediately just thought of a story one time when a guy that I used to be talking to hurt me. I found something out I did not like. And I remember that day I looked at one of my friends and I was like, I'm getting a hot bikini picture. Like we're going to the beach. I don't care. I'm putting myself tanner on now. I don't care if it's still wet. We're going to the beach. It was freezing. And I turned my ass around and got that ass pic for the gram. Like I was like, fuck that, bro. Because I was so mad. And I, I mean, obviously like I deleted that picture now. I cannot believe I fucking posted that shit. But I'm like, bro, that says it all though. When you're down bad, you're like, I'm about to look good. <laughs> I'm about to get the DMs going. <laughs> no, exactly though. And you will post anything to the extent that you don't even give a fuck about because that's how hurt you are. But you know what? That's okay. We all go through that. I've been through that too. I remember I posted like a sunset pic on top of a building with like a tube top on. I don't know. Uh, I think it, it's off my Instagram as well. <laughs> but, and he even made a comment about it too. Like I remember I posted the Instagram me like texted me or something about it. Cause it's obviously, you know, when like girls are reaching. Yeah. Like on TikTok or vice versa. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure he DM'd the picture to me and was like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. or something. Like, like exactly. Like, I know and what you're doing. Exactly. You know? And everyone else knows what you're doing too. And I want to say this because if I could go back and change it, I would. Is that whenever I would break up or whatever to not post those photos for validation. You're doing it strictly because for the views, for like people to be like, oh my gosh, like they, you know what I mean? It's so obvious when those pictures are posted and those girls are so clearly reaching. Yeah. I mean, the girl I'm talking about earlier, she posted the hottest picture on the day. She got, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I'm not talking shit because I did it too. You know what I mean? Like we all no. do that, but I think that's the one thing because when people look on social media, I don't know if it's just with like age and growing up, but when I see those photos, whether it's a guy posting and wants his like ex-girlfriend back, Everyone knows what those photos are being posted for. And it's just like, hold on, guys. I like, I yeah, hate it. that's like the one thing. But because, yeah, now that we're 24, approaching 25, don't this even year, say it. Literally, don't say it. <laughs> I know. I hate that number, but it's true. Um, I definitely agree. As in when I see those pictures from the younger girls now, which I did the exact same thing. I, I cringe so hard at myself. And I'm so happy some of them are off my profile. Because the other day I was looking through my profile, like trying to clean some things up. And I and I was like, wait, this one photo I remember posting is not there anymore. And I was like, that's probably for the better that I delete that, actually. That's actually a really good idea I got that off of there. Because that was definitely strictly for one reason and one reason only. But that is, that's literally, I guess, that's like the post-breakup single girl era that we're talking about right there. Yeah. That is the post-breakup. No. The very recent That's like the definition of like... That's your first thought whenever someone breaks up is, okay, what can I do? What can I post to make this man miss me? I know. Like, I don't like it either. I, I will up. say, I like, I don't think I regret it and wouldn't do it because even now, like, it's just such a learning, like you have to do it to like know that you shouldn't do it. But I do agree with you. But I think even now, bro, I'm like, I hope I wouldn't still do that if that happened to me. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. strictly doing Bro, I've low-key gone like silent on Instagram and I don't mind it. No, it's nice. I, I haven't don't I don't post at all like I used to it. And I kind of like it too. It's like very private. But then I think to myself, I mean, just for me, because like my business is very social media forward, I'm like, should I be posting my business more and like posting stuff more? Maybe I should. On my TikTok, I've been posting more just because I feel like that's where like the, the audience I want to like know about my business is. But I'm like I've been very quiet on Instagram too, as in like, I used to post like probably, yeah, like 10 stories a day, like pictures of myself. And now it's like, 
only post if it's like my business, I feel like, or if it's like a picture of my cat or my dog. Like that's about it for yeah. me. Bro, it's okay. It's kind of embarrassing to post. Like it's kind of embarrassing to post at this point in time, especially with like, I mean, I'm never not going to say that I'm never going to post in like a bikini or like something like, you know, crazy like that. Honestly, bro, I feel silly posting. Like, I feel so silly. Like, now being in the work world. Because you look like, oh, like, you're trying to be an influencer. Or if you work, yeah, if you're in the work world and your coworkers that are 50 see it that are male, it's like, I don't love that. And also, today I was getting my hair done at my hairdresser, which this is a very common comment nowadays. And he was like, I hate Instagram. I don't really use Instagram anymore. But I used to use it. If you look at my old Instagram, I used to be on it a lot. Like, trying to tell me to look at his old pictures, like, to see, like, some hair or something that he wanted me to see. But when he said that, I was like, that's so true. Instagram is definitely going downhill. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just feel it does kind of feel embarrassing to post. I will say I'm like, which it shouldn't. Like, it's just a fucking social media app. But it's like everyone that posts looks like they're trying to be an influencer, trying to show something. It, like, it looks like you're trying to show off or something. Yeah. And I think it was just our generation that was on it. Like, our generation millennials and not like the parents following. I feel like that's weird because it's like, the things that people post, it doesn't matter to us because we're like, oh, that's normal for someone someone to post it on but Instagram. But my mom and dad, when they see it, are yeah. like, what? What the fuck? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but anyways, guys, let's get into today's episode about thriving in our single girl. Yeah, we want to tell you guys our thoughts on this because, okay, I know right now everyone's thinking Megan's not the one to be asking, but I will say I, I think I'm the happiest when I'm around my friends that are single because I love those No, 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 no. Not in the way that I like to go out. Like, it's I'm saying I love the conversations I have because my favorite conversation and my favorite topic is dating relationships. I love that shit. So when I, when I go to dinner with all my friends that are taken, we don't really talk about much. But when I go to a dinner with my friends that are single, I'm getting all the tea and I love, I eat that shit up. So this morning I was with someone that's single. And she was telling me about her night. She was at this party and like started talking to this guy at the party. And like, in the end of the night, I guess he kind of said like, if you want to come to my place, like you can, like it can be super chill, like no pressure, whatever. And she went and it was a really good time. She stayed out till like 2am, which I never do anymore. We talked about our grandma era in a few episodes ago or 10 episodes ago. Megan, just you wait for this weekend. I knew it. (laughs) Okay, continue. I'm sorry. No, anyways, though, it was just fun to hear. She was like, yeah, I got home so late. And I was like, why did you get home late? And she told me that whole story about just, I don't know, it's it's the first kiss with this guy. And she's like, She's my age. She's 24. So hearing about a first kiss at like 24 is like so fun to me, like with, with a guy, not her first kiss ever, but like hearing about that kind of stuff, I just get so like, I hate the word, hate the word, this word, don't like this word, but like I get all giddy inside. Like, oh my God, it's like a little girl again, like hearing those stories about like, oh, like he did this, like this is how it went, whatever. Like he asked to kiss me or whatever. I'm just like, oh my God, that's like so cute to hear. And I love that shit. That's why I want Abigail to get back in the dating world, which I say every other episode. Abs don't even talk on it. We're good. <laughs> like, okay. I'm I just think it's so funny. No, Megs, I totally agree with you. I love those stories. I just think it's so funny because I think my friends, like my college friends, my friends in grad school, it couldn't be any more different. We have very different. Currently. We have some very different friends and different. Me and Abs are very different in that way too too which is funny Mm -hmm. no we're like super different that and that's so weird though bro because you always had the same friend group growing up I mean but I will say I didn't expect to be in a relationship right now though okay that's why I will say my whole friend group is like predominantly single like we are in our I don't even want to say mid-20s but like we're in our mid-20s we all live in cities we all have like the hinge dating apps like any of that like we're living we're like going on dates with guys like all of that stuff like we are very much like 
not on the prowl, but like we're going out, like we're having a fun time and like we'll go back to like bed. You know what I mean? Like it's super casual. Um, and I feel like Meg's friends are like in relationship type vibes. I don't know. Chill vibes. Maybe maybe your vibe attracts the tribe. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, probably. <laughs> well, no, dead ass because, bro, I'm not going to lie. I-, I was just thinking about how many of my friends are single. Literally, like, 90% of my friends are taken. So, low-key, maybe it's, like, what stage you're in. You start to, like, hang out with more of those people because you're all in the same shit. But I will say, like, I do have the most fun when I'm hearing about stories like that. Like, when I'm with Abs and I get to even hear anything, I'm living bro, through her. There, I will say it again. <laughs> I know I already said it on this pod, this episode, but... There is nothing, nothing more fun than being single. There's nothing more fun than going out, surveying the crowd and be like, okay. My boyfriend's going to love hearing this. I'm going home with you tonight. Or like, okay, you look cute. I'm about to come up to you. Like that type of thing. There's nothing more fun than like making eyes with a man across the bar. Like nothing. Like the night is young. Like why not? And like that's what I always say. It's what my friends say too is that. We never know unless you try. And it's honestly all fun and games. Like people put on like such a big persona or like such like big energy. And you're like, wait a minute. You're just the exact same way I was two minutes ago. Like, why are you acting like this? Like, let's go get a drink. One of the best parts, in my opinion, about being single is that you have that confidence when you're out just to go up to anyone. And it's it's a little bit like you get a little nervous for it, but it's the good kind of nerves where you're like nervous to go up to someone and talk to them. But then you do it and you like feel so good after. It's so fun. Bro, it's like bad bitch energy. When you walk into the bar for the first time and you open the doors and all eyes are on you. Like, you're like, yeah, I am that bitch. Like, I am that bitch. I've been that bitch. I will forever be that bitch. Period. <laughs> like, that's how you've got to act, though. Because your confidence honestly exudes. Yeah, like, it radiates off of you. Like, when, yeah, everyone's, when you're the most confident one in the room, it doesn't matter what you look like. If you have no makeup on, if you're giving the confident energy, everybody knows it. I think everybody can yeah. see it. Bro, That's like the one thing that guys always say is like, it's a girl's confidence that speaks. I think that's the first thing. If we're, if we're going through how to thrive when you're single, I think the very first thing is literally what we just said is about taking that confidence of being single and like just putting it out there, like being like, okay, I'm single, which gives me like literally all the power in the world to do anything I want. It's just like such a freeing feeling too. I think just knowing you can like do anything you want. You don't have to report to anybody. You don't have any rules. You can do anything you want. It's your world. You're living in it. Like you can literally do whatever you want. So take that confidence and I don't know, make the best of it. Like get on the dating apps, put yourself out there. Like it's not easy at all. Like I think that's one of the parts about being single and about dating that is like annoying is that you have to put yourself out there. But I think that's one of the fun parts too, because when the, when the good finally does come from that, whether that's you figuring something out about yourself and like learning something about yourself, or that's you meet someone that you really, really vibe with. I mean, both are great and both are like pros of being single, I think. No, you're right too. And even just to combat the loneliness that we sometimes may feel during the week, this is my biggest piece of advice. Like during the week, like I am grinding. I'm grinding at work. I'm going to work out. Like I'm eating good so that the weekend hits, like I feel my best. Because when you feel your best and you know you're putting into the you're putting in the work into yourself, like your confidence is just radiating too, right? Because everything always like intertwines together and like When I go on the weekends, I know I'm having fun. I know I'm about to pop off in this outfit that I bought the weekend prior just so I could wear this weekend because I know I put in the work that week. I got my shit done. Like, I feel good. Like, I'm ready to go talk to Tommy at the bar. (laughs) I keep laughing. I keep laughing at these fucking names I'm making up. Tommy is my baby's name. I'm naming my kid that. I'm naming one of my kids that. What? I've told you this before. Don't get my baby name out on the pod. Guys, first of all, side note. 
Maybe you used to make fun of my, like, the names, that, the baby names I have um, in my notes app. Do we Guys, need to list them out? Megan, should we list yours, sweetie? <laughs> I'll list mine right now. Nelly is one Man, of my no, new ones. That's a fucking Corgi's name. Like, I know a Corgi named Nelly. <laughs> I'm not kidding, okay? I'm not kidding. My other one is, I don't want to give up my good ones, so I'm going to keep those quiet. My old one I used to like was Eloise. I kind of am over that one. But my new one, I won't say on the pod because that's mine. Okay. That one is mine. Okay, tell me. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Okay. Moving on. I think if if number one about being single is confidence, like that's the number one thing that we really like. I think number two is literally what you're saying is the process of working on yourself and making yourself the best version you can be because you have all the time in the world to work on yourself. Like you're with nobody. You have nobody to report to. So you get to put all your energy into yourself. That's so fun. It's It can sound really like scary being like, oh, I'm alone, like whatever. I know some people in my life that do thrive when they have a significant other. And I think they've always had a significant other. They're that like, What's that thing people say that they're the boyfriend type of girl or they're the like, they're always locked down, whatever. And I think being single made them really uncomfortable. But I think the last six to eight months, it's been really good for them because at first it was really hard, but recently they're popping out. Like they're knowing themselves better. They're being, they're really confident right now. They have new hobbies. They have so many new friends because they've got to have time to put into all these friendships. And I'm just like, that's dope. Bro, that's but so you're so right though. Jealous. Like the biggest key about that is like, don't be afraid to be alone which is so accurate. I know that's way easier said than done, but I guess that is also my biggest piece of advice too, which I've never had like an issue with being alone. Like I feel like even my friends too, like we value such our alone time because even in college, like we were never alone. You were always with someone. I don't know. In college, yeah. So, with friends all yeah. the time, bro, in college, yeah. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to bring up with this whole single girl era, I think as people start to approach 30, and I know Abs and I are not 30, we're not like really that close to 30, like we're almost 25, but um, I guess I recently heard on someone's podcast them talking about how they turned 30 this year, and they're recently single, and I think a lot of society's pressure around turning 30 is that kind of, I don't know, that pressure to be in a relationship, to get married, like you're supposed to be having kids, like there's all these rules that they put on um, like around that age of 30, like for what you're supposed to be. And I think that's just so messed up because life is life is so like not supposed to be like that. There shouldn't be rules for every single thing. And just because everyone you know is married by 30 doesn't mean that's you. And I think there's a lot of people that I've seen on social media nowadays that are 35, 38, even 40 that are out there just still putting themselves out there. They are single and living their best life. And I think that's so cool that, that like you don't have to follow a timeline. And a lot of people make you feel like you do and you don't. Yeah. It's like society that makes you. Because, bro, I would be lying if I said I didn't sometimes feel that pressure, too. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even want to want one. <laughs> like, why do I subconsciously feel like I need, like, a boyfriend right now? Just because I'm like, oh, I'm approaching that age. Like, no, I'm 24. Shut the fuck up, I Abigail. think the only reason why women, like, the only valid reason women have for that is if you do plan to have kids, it, okay, it would make a little bit of sense if by 35 you were like, okay, but then again, there's so many other ways to have kids nowadays. So it shouldn't even be that. I know it shouldn't even be that much of a like thing. I mean, like if you're really serious about it being yours and stuff, maybe freeze your eggs or look into that shit. But yeah, <laughs> like, it's not even an issue for like our generation, the future generations, because there's so many other ways. And I think even going back to that, too, with feeling like you're lonely being single. I've always said this, and it's something that I pride myself on, is finding time to spend like go out and do things with my single friends who I know we're going to want to have fun and like also mingle with the opposite sex because 
that honestly is such a factor when you spend your week, who you spend your weekends with. Because if you're constantly- Who you spend your time with. Yeah, yeah. bro. It's straight up. Because if I'm not hating on people who are in relationships either, like not hating on that at all. But Do if you're you. someone who is single, who's constantly spending yeah. time with people who are in relationships and they're significant other, like no wonder that you feel lonely. Because I feel that way too. No, I totally agree with you. And even somebody like me who's been in a relationship for a minute, I will say like, I never thought, I, I always told myself I would never be in a relationship again until I'm 25. I plan to not be in a relationship. But I think when you meet someone that you really want to spend time with and you really like, that's just like how it goes. And and anyone can say like, no, like whatever. But I feel like once you're like in that mindset, it's just how it is. And it's, and it is what it is. Like, I don't know. But what you're saying about like spending time with your single friends, I totally agree. That's like so important because if you don't have that, you're going to be just be surrounded by people in relationships and you're going to feel that pressure because that's all you're seeing. It's like, that makes no sense. Like, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. I really do agree yeah, with that. Totally. Like what you look into, what you surround yourself with is heightened in your life. So when you are constantly surrounding yourself with people who are in relationships, who even have like a baby or like wanting to get married and you're just like not on that timeline, I highly suggest you find people who have the same like values or like um, things that they want to do in their future. Because once you realize that, okay, not everyone in this entire world who is your age is married or yeah. like in a relationship. It makes things I I think so much easier. I think social media can fuck you up too. Like, and some people just need to get off because sometimes all your all that's being put in your face and all that's fed you is these like happy relationships that really aren't that happy, which we find out when we see the couple we thought was so happy breaking up. Like we see that over and over and over. It's don't believe what you see on social media too. But so far we've said how to thrive. You got to have your confidence, spend time working on yourself, find your hobbies spend time with your single friends. And I think the next thing I wanted to bring up was, this is interesting, but I think sometimes people say single era, like, or we're saying right now, you're in your single era. It's like, yeah. how many single eras can you have? Girl, you can yeah. have as many single eras as, many as, as you, you fucking want. want yeah. the fuck? So I was just going to say, like, there's no limit. Like, if you feel like you've recently gotten out of a relationship, you're like, I already have my single girl era. Like, I was three or four years in college, single as fuck. Like, I'm done with this shit. It's like, no, like you get a second one. Like you're lucky, bitch. Like <laughs> take that shit and run. <laughs> no, honestly, my mom always said too, she's like, don't ever be in a rush to settle down because these are the years in your life that you will never get back with just having to realize and like your sole responsibility is yourself. You will never get those years back because once you do settle down, you do get married, you do have kids, or if that's what you want, like that will be your responsibilities and you become the back burner. Yeah. Because she was like, never be in a rush. Um, but she also got married super young and she doesn't regret that. But that's just like her one piece of advice she's always given. But I want to say, because you just brought up a good thing, that when you do get out of relationships, I think I have two pieces of advice that I wish I could go back and change is when I got out of a relationship, I was so uncomfortable with doing things on my own because I was so used to always like having someone to like go to lunch with or like go to the mall with that it was really uncomfortable for me at first to just like do something out of like go out alone and I want to talk about and then that what can you say now that you've that you obviously got very comfortable with yeah that? like what can you go back and say now it's honestly bro this sounds crazy but it's honestly like exposure therapy because once you continuously like do it over a course of time it just becomes like second nature to you right like I've been out of a relationship for a super long time and now I don't even think twice about like going to the mall or like going out and like socializing with other people because I'm so used to it but when I wasn't, it was really, really uncomfortable for me at first. And I, my sole piece of advice is to continue to lean into that uncomfortability because it will get easier over time and have your friends. If you don't feel comfortable with like going to the mall alone by yourself because you're used to like your significant other going, 
text one of your friends to go with you. But I definitely challenge you to go alone at some point in time because it'll only make you stronger. I love that. That's I totally fact. agree. And I feel like a lot of the times on this podcast, I talk about how when I moved to New York, I spent a lot more time alone just because in college, you're with your friends all the time. And now they're a lot more spread out. People have jobs. I always talk about this shit. And also, I'm in a long distance relationship, so I don't have my boyfriend by my side all the time. So having to do stuff by myself, I'm. it was really uncomfortable at first. Like you're saying, straight out of college, I wasn't sure what was going on. I definitely had moments of like... Is this how it's supposed to feel? Is this what adult life is like? You do everything on your own. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you are. Now, I obviously, like, I've done this for a while. But, like, I can go to a workout class alone. I do all my stuff alone. I'll go to dinner alone. I literally will. I'll go sit in a restaurant by myself, and I have no problem doing it. I love when I tell people that sometimes that don't do that. They're like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, that's bold as hell, bro. Can't, I can't do that. can? What? <laughs> Bro, no. I mean, obviously, I could if I had to, but, like, I don't choose to. I know. I mean, I will say, and it, I will say, though, when I do do it sometimes, like, sometimes if it's a small place, I'm totally fine. I don't really care. But if it's a bigger place and everyone is with their date or with their friends, it does feel weird. But, like, in a weirdly, like, interesting way, you have so much, th- like, so many thoughts sitting there because you're trying to figure out what everyone's, you're just, I don't know, you're just, like, you're in a different perspective than you would be if you had someone to talk to because you're not getting to talk to someone. You kind of have to be alone and sit with your thoughts, which... If you know me, you know I don't like that. So it's definitely interesting, but... Totally, bro. And even just, like, being single, people who don't value, like, your time or, like, want to spend the time with you when they get the chance, like, cut them out immediately. I think that's one of the biggest things. If it's guys or whoever you're talking to and you feel like I'm not really getting, like, the reciprocation that, like, I want, like, why are we hanging on to them? There's always next. Like, there's always next. Oh, my God. Recently had a friend who's in her single girl era. This guy, fuck him, first of all, but he is not giving her the time of day. And at first he was super into it, whatever. And then over time, six months went by, like very into it in the honeymoon phase. Now six months has gone by, it ain't the same. Like this shit is not the same. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how are you sticking around? She's she's talking about giving it one more month. This is one of my hottest friends too. And I'm like, are you joking me right now, bro? Like you're gonna stick around for this guy? Cause it just makes me sad because I'm like, bro, she's like the most, in my in my eyes, because I see her as my friend, she's one of the most confident, independent, like badass people I know. So when I'm seeing her waiting around, I can't imagine the amount of other girls that are sitting around for these guys that don't give a fuck. So when they don't give a fuck, this is also to me and Abigail because we've done the same shit before too in the past. It's like, peace the fuck out. Like there's, there's so many more out there. You don't think you'll find them. You will. When you're supposed to. You will. You will. No, you absolutely will. And I want to talk about that too, Megs, because it's honestly so embarrassing to continue waiting around for a man that you know has showed you multiple times he's not that into it. Like, he's not that into you. I did this, and it's so embarrassing. I feel like I talked about this on another episode previously, but I was love-bombed, like, the unreal love-bomb. And I was like, oh my God, like, this man, like, he's so cute. Like, he was everything, right? Like, made me laugh, whatever. He wanted me first. What happened? Okay, well, months so later, it, it turned the other way, and I wanted him apparently more than he wanted me. So I was like, no, 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 like he still wants me, like blah, blah, blah. Like I was like, seeing him out of the bars and the clubs, and I was like, oh my God, this man is so cute. Like I have to have him. Yeah, it's a super embarrassing moment, but it turned out that man did not want me. <laughs> and I learned the hard way, but you know what? He, he wanted every bitch. He wanted every no, bitch. No, brush it up. Like this man was for everyone. No, like, I'm, I'm not kidding. kidding. This I'm man kidding. was for everyone. This man was for everyone. Like, hooked up with my teammate. Like, it was the most. It was horrible. Bro, love bombing is a tough. But anyway, okay, the one thing that I learned about that is because I just find it so embarrassing that I even let this man think that he even wanted me. 
was like, we're not doing that anymore. Like we, we no longer need this man. Like we're not needing anyone because we have ourselves. We could want them. We could want them, but we don't need them. And that's the difference. Can I bring up, can I go completely on a different direction really quick? Is that okay? It's still within single girl era. So if you're in your single girl era and you are looking maybe for something casual, maybe for something like more, not casual, maybe something more, um, abs, question for yeah. you. We haven't done questions for yeah, each other in a minute. Question for Hit me, you. Girl. Because recently I was talking to my friends and I was just like, give me your phone. Like I want to DM them. I, every time my friends are talking to somebody, I'm like, give me your phone. Like, why can't we DM them? Why can't we DM them? Like, I want the phone. And everyone's like, if you were single, would you like DM people? And I'm so right now. I tell people, if I was single, yes, I would be in the DMs because that's just how I am. Like, I would be in the DMs because that's how I am. But I, and I, and I was in the DMs. Like, I have done that before in college. I would be in the DMs. That's how I am. So anyways, when I see my friends doing this, I'm like, just send it. And people don't want to send it. So abs. I definitely have sent multiple DMs. Like, I've definitely met up with people I've sent DMs with. But I will say there's an art to a DM. There's an art to DM, DM if you know the guys out of your league or vice versa. Get into it. Yeah. Okay, so there's an art to it if he's out of your league because you have to, like, come in with it kind of sly, right? Like, if you're going for, if you're trying to DM a guy who you know is, like, below you or you're in the same league as him, you could say absolutely anything you, you want to say to him. They'll and it down. doesn't really matter because you know that he's responding, right? Like you yeah. could send an emoji and he'd respond. You back. know, you know where these guys lie with who you are. Yeah, which it sounds pretentious, but it is because like these social media apps have made it like that. So yeah. So if you want to slide into someone's DMs that maybe they're a professional athlete, maybe they do something really fucking cool. Like what are we doing? How, and they, or no, you know what it is. It's it the reason that there's an art to the DM of DMing someone that's like in this league we're talking about is because there's a million bitches in the DM. So you have to stand out. These other guys, there might be two or three or one. You might be the one. These other guys have a million. So you have to stand out and your DM has to be like on point. Fire. But you're also <laughs> your Instagram has to be on fire too because like you can't be posting like your granny on Instagram, right? Like you can't be like posting her and being like, hey buddy, like let's hang out. Honestly, this sounds Super surface level, but low key Instagram followers matter to a certain you extent. You think? Low key. Can I argue back key. after you're done? If you're a hot, if you're a hot bitch and like you have, have two thousand followers, like nude photos on, like, or like you know bikini photos on your Instagram, and you sign to a player, like that, does, like go ahead. You know what I mean? Like that's the absolute green yeah. light. Do your thing. It yeah. all depends on like what. I guess like, I, what you can have. Can I rebuttal posted. this? Can yeah, I like just ahead. offer another? I, I feel like. Sometimes those higher profile people that maybe we are talking about, like if you're just trying to hook up with someone that's higher profile, and I've I have some people I'm thinking of right now I know in my life that have hooked up with some crazy ass celebrities. I'll tell you after. But when you're doing that, I think sometimes they go for these girls that are super pretty, but they think are really low key and have no followers. Like they will if if it's the right person they think is super attractive and they feel like they're in their city, it's easy or something, and it just feels like it could be low key, they could be down. Because sometimes those people with I don't know, let's just go with like 250K followers that are like an Instagram model or whatever that are DMing you. Like they might go on their podcast later and talk about this shit. So you might be a little bit more hesitant to do that. That's the only reason I'm even rebuttaling that. Bro, no, no, I appreciate the rebuttal. Let me restate that because you're (laughs) correct. But I want to say I'm talking, I'm not talking about like Instagram people who have like, Mm. who have like 25K, like you have no issue, like do whatever. But I'm talking about people who you trying to slide in and you know they're out of your league. But it also depends, like, what you have on your Instagram. You know what I mean? That's what matters when you have, like, 
less followers. Like I don't have a lot of followers. Like I have like 3K something. That's not a lot, but it's worked. And it all depends on like what you have on your Instagram is what matters. It's the content, baby. It's the content. It's the message. No, it, bro, it really now, is. Now the DM we're sending. No, now is. that we got into this, we can't leave the people wanting to know what the DM is unless we're waiting for another episode for that. Was, we got to give them like, we got to give them a one-liner. Like what are we sending to these people that are like okay. a one-time hookup vibe? Because that's kind of what this is. I mean, Shoot. we're not trying to marry the yeah. fucking NBA player, guys. We're trying to go to the hotel room oh, and head no. out. Yeah. Well, I'm not, but Abs is. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honestly, I think trouble. I've sent, I think I've sent in DM, I think to the pro, the last pro player that I <laughs> like met up with, I think I was just like, what's Weak. up? Or like, what are you doing yeah. today? I'm in your city. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. like, like that. what are you doing? I'm also yeah. here. <laughs> Very much like that. And you could honestly, you could say, hey, which is like fine. Like it doesn't really like matter, but yeah. I mean, it's always more of like, I what's up? Or like, what are you doing? Sure. You don't need to go in with the h capitalized hey exclamation point what's up i yeah. love i love no, what you you're not I getting responded you do, back and don't be a fan jesus christ you're not getting you're not getting laid from that guy like <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing like i know i'm dead okay that reminds me because i have my next eye on the prize and i was talking to one can of we my say friends the sport? can we please say the sport hockey <laughs> <laughs> and guys i love hockey so this is I'm yeah pumped. i'm so okay. happy about this and i was talking to one of my friends and she was like you don't even know anything about the sport like you just need to like follow them and i was like no 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 we are not no and i was like no no we are not following anyone on that team because they will check Why? who you're following oh. because like oh, yeah, you don't want to yeah. look like the like oh. the whole fan piece like we're not trying to look like fans but like, you're just you're trying to see like all their teammates yeah you're done no you're, not getting you're, you're done so i don't think you and are. that's what i, I want to talk about too is that we're not looking like fans when we're sliding into these man's dms like what meg's just said is that if you're going for one man specifically like getting get out yeah, yeah you're getting in you're getting out <laughs> like exactly like you're you're meeting up and you're going home with the story and that's that you're telling your yeah. close friends that's it like that's that's the next like you might see him one more time <laughs> okay but guys honestly if you shoot your shot like please hit me up and let me know how it goes because that shit is so much fun like you have nothing to lose there's nothing more fun than getting drunk with your friends going out singing on your instagram explorer page Bro, exactly, because you know the best nights happen from that. Like, the best nights. And that's why, oh my god, guys, I'm living through you right now. I'm so excited because Megs is coming this weekend for St. Patrick's Day, and my two other single gals are coming in, too, so it should be interesting. Cheers! Woo! I'm so excited, bro. It's going to be so fun. Okay, let's wrap this episode up. Guys, if you're in your single girl era, if you're feeling the things we're talking about, I just want to reiterate... It's all about confidence, being bold, sending that DM, work on yourself, take time to spend time with your friends that are single, take time to spend alone time with yourself, go to dinner by yourself, go to that Pilates class by yourself, do all your stuff, be in your single area as long as you want, as much as you want, live it up. There's no rush, there's no timeline. And then I really like what Abigail said, just about, just about leaning into the uncomfortability because it's so true. It can be hard at first, but once you break past the wall, um, it's like in running when you have to like get past the runner's high. I've never done that personally. I've heard about it from people, but Abigail, Abigail knows. Um, but once you get past that wall, I feel like it's just so much better and you're just like thriving. You're like, oh my God, I love this shit. And now I think even with me, I value my alone time so much. I get so excited for my shows at night. Every night I get so excited to watch Love Island. Guys, if you're watching Love Island, tell me who your favorites are. I need to know. <laughs> we love you guys. Abs, is there anything else? We love you guys.
no just remember that you're a badass bitch and living and being in your single era is the most fun era to be a part of so let's go live it up babies yes it's everything we will see you guys next thursday thank you for listening follow us at call my bluff pod on instagram and tiktok and we'll see you guys next week bye bye guys